Hey girl, hey, it's your host V-Baby. What's up? I wanted to personally welcome and thank you for tuning into the Golly Girl Talk podcast. This is the podcast where you will find raw and unfiltered conversation regarding a variety of real life topics ranging from depression, generational curses, relocation, relationships, you name it, you've been through it. We're discussing it here each week. And here is the deal. We will be applying scripture to each and every topic. My goal is to show you how to let the Bible be the governing factor of your life so that you may experience the supernatural peace and joy God created us all to live in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. What's up, Golly Girl Talk family? It's your girl, Valora. I am back again with another episode. Super, super excited about today's episode. I hope and pray that you all are doing well. We are in the official third week of... um, 2022 right um and so that is really really exciting happy happy birthday to martin luther king jr we are so so grateful for everything that you have done for us um the legacy that you left behind uh the way that you allow god to use you so definitely want to take a moment and say happy birthday to mlk you really set the tone um for a lot of black leaders and um, we appreciate you i wish i had the opportunity to meet you um but in heaven someday soon right um all right so i hope that y'all are doing good um you still sticking to your vision board to your goals for the year absolutely we are going to rock it out in 2022 i hope you got your word i hope you got your scripture and i hope you got your prayer um if you don't know what i'm talking about go back to the last episode uh or the first episode of 2022 and um play that episode and i'll you know that's where i explain about the word the scripture and the prayer so um yeah go check that out if you haven't so i hope you you know those of you who have and you got your word you got your uh, scripture and you got your prayer listen you got your ammo for 2022 right so go kill it all right (laughs) um so today's episode um title might throw y'all off a little bit but um Actually, I'm going to wait on the title. I am going to introduce my lovely, um, soft-spoken, young, young, very young in age, but not in wisdom. Um, Just, uh, I don't know, amazing, all the way around amazing little sister, uh, Jacinta Harris. Welcome to the Godly Girl Talk Podcast. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's good to be here. Thank Welcome you. Back. We are so happy to have you once again. It's always a pleasure. Um, again, a little backstory on me and Jacinta, and I'm going to let her give her a little introduction as well. But met Jacinta on the Bible app, y'all. Um, telling y'all that Bible app is, is you know, it's a, it's a tool. It's a great tool for connection. It's a great tool uh, for growing in the Bible. Um, it's a great tool for um, you know, just different Bible plans and connecting with different people, right? So, um, but yeah, I met Jacinta on the Bible app one year. Um, what was it, 2020 or 2019? I think it was 2020, right? 2020. Yeah. And so, um, and we've been cool ever since. Like, sis has been to my house. I plan to come to Oklahoma soon because I definitely have to go and visit um, Michael Todd, Transport. Transformation Church. Yes, um, I TC. Go to, yes, I got to go um, and check out TC Nation soon. So, and then we also got another sister. She'll be on the um, on the podcast very soon. Um, her name is Bree. And crazy thing is, Bree works for the Bible app. She works for version So, man, God is dope, man. Right? Like, really, really dope. Um, and so, yeah. And I'm, yeah. I, and I literally just got through talking to her um, on Friday about Jacinta, um, and just you know, just trying to connect you know y'all two together just since you didn't even know but I was working behind the scenes girl <laughs> but anyways um but yeah so anyways just sent to tell the people a little bit about you I know you've been on before but just kind of reintroduce yourself if you will well as Valor uh, said my name is Jacinta I am 23 years old um and I love the Lord very much um I just enjoy uh being a part of the community of Godly Growing Corporations and just everything that I've learned from this ministry, I give God all the glory, and I look forward to see what he has in store this year. 
Amen. Amen. Listen, 23. Did you say 23, Jacinta? You 23. Yes. <laughs> listen, listen. I always tell Jacinta this, y'all. She's heard it a million times over. <laughs> but I just want y'all to know at 23 years old, your girl was out there in the streets. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I tell Jacinta. Listen, to be in the Lord like she is right now, I didn't start growing in my walk with God until I was 30 years old. Um, the age that Jesus entered ministry is the age that I started really taking my walk with God serious. I had was going through a, a really, really uh, terrible time in my life. I was going through a divorce, heartbroken, just desperate for God, just lost. And that's when I started walking with the Lord. And here I am about to turn 33. And when I tell you, it ain't been easy, but oh, hallelujah, it's been worth it, right? So um, just since I had 23, baby, she's been walking with the <laughs> Lord since 22. I know might have been 21 she's been walking with the Lord, but really walking with the Lord um, at least for a year and a half or so, right? And so when she get 30, listen, that girl going to really be walking in some rooms, shutting it down for the Lord, okay? <laughs> Um, I cannot wait to see, cannot wait to witness. And I just thank God that he has partnered us together um, to help build your center. And just to show me that um, he, he working in the young folks too now, you know, um, and I just love it. So again, just so happy to have you on the podcast. Um, you know, you are no stranger. You are my sister. Um, and I just, you know, I just love talking with you. So getting right into our episode today, our topic, as I said, it might throw y'all off, but just Hold off, hold off with us, hold on with us, chill in here with us, grab a seat. Naked before God, naked before God. And let me just tell y'all real quick how we got this topic, right? Um, Jacinta and I, you know, we are in ministry together. And so she was on one of our ministry calls and she was just like, you know, just talking about being vulnerable and talking about being transparent with God, like talk about being real with God, like being your raw self. And just a little disclosure, like, um, just a little bit of kind of like behind the scenes. Um, Jacinta was visiting, you know, I mentioned she's come to my house and everything. She was visiting with me in July of last year and I was laying in my bed and I think it was like early in the morning or something. And, um, me and baby K was laying in the bed and I don't know what she was doing at that time, but <laughs> Jacinta was in the other room and that's where, you know, that's where she was, um, you know, sleeping at during, the, you know, during her visit. And so she would use the closet. Um, that was in the other room as her, you know, her prayer space. And so, um, first of all, I just love that Jacinta, you know, she, even though she's on vacation, she's like, I got to get a prayer space because that communication with God is so important. I don't care where you are. Um, there is no vacation from communicating with God, especially when he is your everything. You have to talk to him. You have to create a space for him no matter where you are. If you're in the desert, you got you a blanket. You got you somewhere where you go and spend time intimate time with the lord where you are away from everybody and every you know everything so Jacinta, um you know she took the closet space um and one morning she was praying and she just got real real with the lord about some things that she was dealing with some things that was on her mind and i was like wow i've never heard anybody pray like that like she literally giving god everything now me i i just i guess assume god knows this but like to be in true relationship with God, you talk to him about it. Like when you talking to a friend, you talk to them about the intimate details of your life. And so I was like, man, that's powerful. And so that inspired me. And I was like, man, I'm gonna start praying like that. Like God, just really talking it through with the, with, you know, with the God of the universe. I think that would make me feel so much better. Like, you know, I'm not saying don't cut your friends off and, you know, don't tell them anything, but <laughs> talk to God about these things. And so Jacinta, um, you know, just, she's, she's always set that bar high when it comes to transparency with God. And so she was on the call one day and, um, she was just talking about, you know, being vulnerable before God. And she was like, you know, like naked. And I was like, Ooh, girl, you know, that's a podcast topic. <laughs> right. And she was like, Oh Lord. I'm like, yeah, girl, you know, cause I be scouting on here. I mean, I don't really be going on the call. Like I'm looking for somebody, but like, I know when I hear something in my spirit, be like, you need you need to get on that. You need to get on that. And so I told you, Sensor, from that day, I was like, "Hey, that's a podcast topic. I'm gonna get with you." And here I am. Here we are. Um, Amen. To talk about naked before God. So, to be honest, I don't really have a scripture um, to kind of open up this um, this episode with, but um, I do kind of want to like address the word naked. Um, before we get started um so that we all are on the same page right because you know I always like to set you know 
that standard across the board. Like, so nobody won't be confused about what we're talking about. So when I looked up the word naked, it says without clothes, undisguised. Some of the synonyms were unveiled, nude, bare, exposed, and vulnerable. So that is the word naked. So Jacinta, obviously you, you know, you, you brought this whole topic up, right? So when you think of being naked, before God, what's your first thought? Well, um, as you said, with the uh, definition there, exposed. So I think of my complete self being exposed before the Lord. My my heart's deep thoughts, you know, my secret motives, everything that I am is naked before God. So mm-hmm. I can't hide. So even though I may come to God and I'm all happy and, you know, I, everything seems to be perfect, God can see what's really going on. He can see that anger. He can see that unforgiveness in my heart. And so I have to come boldly before his throne. I have to come exposed before his throne because he already knows those things. Mm -hmm. And if I desire to be delivered and truly set free, I have to be honest. I have to be Mm -hmm. raw with God because God cannot bless who I pretend to be. So I must come naked. I must be exposed and be willing to lay down those dark desires before him and those those secret secret thoughts that I have yeah. um, because he cares and he wants to help me and help you. That's good. That's good. Um, that that was deep. OK, so y'all know, obviously, y'all gonna, y'all gonna be able to tell in a minute how shallow I am. So when I thought of being naked before God, my first thought was like Adam and Eve because they was naked before God. They was in the garden straight naked like I'm a very literal person um very literal literal I need some apps I need uh applicability come on Jesus with this word um I know applicable but applicability so like I need a vision I need to you know understand what we're talking about um y'all excuse me if you hear me cough or if you hear me like choke up I feel like my sinuses are draining in my throat uh right now so bear with me on that but I think of Adam and Eve like they were truly naked before God and I you know of course we know Adam and Eve was from the beginning of time right and so I feel like with Adam and Eve they set the tone right of how God originally planned for us to be with him naked naked and unashamed naked and unashamed before him like not ashamed to go before God who knows like Jacinta said he already knows Everything that we're thinking, everything that we are doing, even stuff that we don't know that we're doing or thinking, God knows it. And so it's like, why are we ashamed to go before him? He should be the person like, you know, just talks to God and, you know, in the most intimate way, he should be that person that we feel comfortable going to because he already knows that should give us that sense of like, okay, let me release, like, let me let go of this because I'm not hiding it from him anyway. Right. We can hide things. I can hide things from Jacinta. I can hide things from people that live with me, but I can't hide from God. I can't hide anything from him. Um, You know, he doesn't have to see it in the moment. He knew it before he knew it. You know, I was going to do it or think it or say it before I was born in my mother's womb. So um, that's, you know, that's really good. Um, Jacinta about just, you know, God cannot heal what we won't reveal, you know, um, and we want to be healed. Absolutely. And I, oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, what, what you were saying there, as far as like the Adam and Eve, another thing too, is that, you know, society has conditioned us to believe that being our true selves is the wrong thing. So we have to hide behind a mask. We have to mm. pretend. We have to, you know, portray a certain image. But God doesn't want us to do that. He doesn't want us to conform to those patterns. He wants us to come boldly before him he wants us to be authentic you know and it's it's going to be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you're not used like when you as a child growing up and you verbalized that pain that person put you through you were ridiculed you were laughed at mm-hmm. and, and people make you feel ashamed so you think that same thing when you come to God it's like well if I tell you how I really feel about that person you're probably going to punish me because mm-hmm. like it's a bad thing to feel that way but God he gave us all these feelings for a reason so that he can help us so Right. It's it's necessary for us to to be raw with God and and to be who He called us to be, no matter what, in order to see more of God in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's like when you 
when you begin to be, and I think that comes with an intimate relationship. You know, like when you start a, a friendship with somebody, like you ain't telling them all your business on the first call. You know what I'm saying? Or even on the first meetup, you like, you know, hey girl, you know, I'm from so-and-so and so, you know, I do this for a living, blah, blah, blah. But then as you go on, and get to know that person and you begin to trust and develop, you know, develop that relationship with that person. And then you like, girl, you know, this person did this or, you know, I'm feeling this type of way or blah, 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 blah. Right. And so you start to share more with that person. And I think that, Ooh, that's good. I think that once we get into that intimate space with God to the point where we cozy up with him, like, we start telling him all these stuff. Like I was, I really wanted to slap her. Like she, you know, I walked away and I was kind and I, you know, I turned the other cheek, but I wanted to slap a guy. Like, you know, I did, you know, I did. Like I really was about to go in on sis, like for real, for real. Like, but you, you, I love the way you, um, you growing me up and I love the way you teaching me patience. And I love the way you teaching me to, to love my enemies because you know, before, Hey, you know, I wasn't even on that. I was like, oh, you don't like pop? You know, like, that's how it was before. You know, so we can have that conversation with him because we know that he's not that, you know, that father that's like, hey, don't you say that to me. You know, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. God is like, I already know anyway. And I'm going to keep growing you and I'm going to keep shaping you and I'm going to keep molding you. And now, you know, you can be thankful for the different trials and tribulations that you go through because, you know, you got me and I'm there for you through it all. And I'm growing you through it all. And nothing came to you without coming to coming through me first. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And so it's just I think it comes with I think the nakedness. I think we begin to undress ourselves before God as we get closer to him. Amen. Yeah. Um, the the Holy Spirit just gave me that. It's like when you when you could come. I remember one time I laid in the closet, and I don't know, you know, I, and I, I say I don't know, but the Holy Spirit, you know, led me. Um, I was asking God to deal with my heart, right? And I literally lay in my closet floor, and I said, God, I want you to perform heart surgery on me. I want you to remove this evil stuff that you have revealed to me that's in my heart. Um, I want you to remove this stuff from me, and then. I was laying there on the floor and it's so crazy. I started to feel like pain in my chest and it was like, oh my gosh, like I'm feeling the removal. You know how if somebody's doing heart surgery on you, you feeling like you may be numb um, in that area, but you still feel pressure. And I felt like the pressure and I was like, oh my gosh, like this was, and you know, and I know, you know, some people may say, you know, it sounds crazy, but that's really you know, I feel like that's what the Lord gave me in that time. And I just thank God that, you know, we have that relationship where he can perform heart surgery on me and let me know that he is working in me and working on me and that I won't always be like this, you know? So yeah, we, you know, I'm going off subject, but we just really got to get naked before God. So Jacinta, why do you think, um, I guess when we kind of talked about what it means, um, to be naked before God, but like, can you go, you know, I know you said like the secrets and, um, just the, you know, the thoughts and things like that, but what does it truly mean to be naked before God? Like, what does that actually look like for a person? If they're Mm -hmm. naked before God, what does that look like for them? So I can kind of walk through my own personal experience with that. So before early in my, my walk with God, I would come into the prayer space and I would pray, you know, these religious prayers, you know, all these fake prayers, things that were that I've heard other people pray. And I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe I can roll with that. And I would say all these big words and I was just not feeling like myself. Mm -hmm. And even in the midst of that, I didn't feel close to God because it was like I was pretending to be somebody else. Like no matter how hard I tried to perform before God. I was never really intimate with God. So I wasn't hearing from God a lot. I was running away from God. Like it was just a bad situation. It wasn't until, you know, just that, that, that gap in my heart, that void in my heart that I so desired to feel that I had to realize that I need to come to God. I need to be real with him. I need to let him know how I feel. And I just got to be real straightforward with him. And the more that I told how, told Abba how I felt in my heart like what was really in my mind what was really 
in my motives, that's when I started seeing God move mightily in my life. And I find that now um, I have no problem being transparent about my walk with God or my life or even my past. Like somebody can bring up my past and it's like, okay, I know I used to do that. And that's, you know, that's who I used to be, but God has delivered me. It's like, I'm no longer ashamed. And it only comes from intimacy with God. Like I said, Mm -hmm. like, it's going to be weird to tell God how you really feel like, Lord, you know, for the singles, like, Lord, I'm horny right now. Like, I I, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to handle this feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you may say that to a person, they're going to be like, you're nasty or you're this and that. And Mm -hmm. it's like, but with God, it's like, if you tell him truly how you feel, that's Mm -hmm. how you can see more of God's hand in your life. And also what Valora said earlier about the fact that, you know, when we come before God and we see more of God move, like in our weaknesses, you know, when we tell God that we're angry at that person and we want to cuss mm-hmm. them out, we mm-hmm. will begin to see God more and we will begin mm-hmm. to see why we need him more. Like, this is where I'm at right now. This is how I feel. And this is a reminder of why I need God. Like, mm-hmm. this is, I'm imperfect. That's why I'm praying to a perfect God who can help me. And it, and it just gives you a joy because it's like, you can finally release the burdens of life. Like I tell y'all, when I be honest with God, it's like a burden being lifted off my chest. I don't have to carry those feelings. I can just give it to God and let God handle it. Like it's freedom and and, and it's necessary for everybody. Freedom, freedom, freedom. And I just love how you just said, you know, because I believe that spoke to somebody when you said, God, I'm horny. Like, because people think like we can't take certain things, but he knows it all, right? He knows it all. He knows when you have in that moment and you don't come to him and then you end up masturbating. He knows when yeah. you have that moment and, you know, you end up watching porn. Like he knows that already, right? And so it's like, why not try him? You know what I'm saying? Try him first. But like you said, I think a lot of times we, you know, we look at God like people and they're going to down us. They're going to say, ew, you nasty. But God is not like that. He already created us to be horny. He created us to have those sexual feelings. So it's not, you know, it's it's not a, a, a shock to him or it's not a embarrassing moment, you know, for him. He's going to say, I created you to, you know, I created you to be that way. Like I created you to have those feelings, uh, you know, of, you know of you know the sexual feelings like sex is good god created sex right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and so it's not he's not going to be like you know what everybody else would be like you know like oh you need to control yourself or whatever he's going to be like thank you for coming to me my child and now i can help you deal with those feelings now mm-hmm. i can help you get connected to some people who can you know walk with you through that i can help you um you know bring a verse to your mind or you know send you to you know a bible plan um dealing with that and how to you know how to walk through that and then i can not only help you walk through it but like just said it helps others and so you can help other people walk through it because you have that freedom in god because you're not carrying that burden and burden and feeling like you're this worst person in the world you can help other people when you open up your mouth and there's a scripture praise god okay i got a scripture it says confess your sins to one another confess your sins to one another so that way you you know so so that you may be healed so that you may be you know and and then also there's another one about the uh the power of our testimony you know it it frees other people when we open up our mouth and say you know i went through that and and then that person is dealing with that they can pick their head up and say you did you know you went through that you know um man you know how'd you get through it and then you helping other people and that also empowers you you know to stay on the walk with God because you know that you got other people that you walking with on this journey um and you know you all can share your weaknesses you can share those those moments but that that ooh, that is so good that whole being naked before God is so much like you said it's freedom because think about when Adam and um Adam and Eve were naked before God they was fine they was good. They didn't even know they was naked. They was chilling, right? But the moment that they sinned, that's when they were shamed and they like, oh my gosh, let me get the leaves. I can't trust God. I, I, why am I naked? You know, but before they didn't know, they was just living free, you know, without the weight of sin, without the weight of this life. And so I just think that we need to get back to that place because um, that it, it, it's, it's so much power and freedom like i see so many people held up to stuff because they won't even discuss it but that's because they're not discussing it with god first because when they discuss it with god first like just said you release the burden 
you start walking around heavy. You understand that you're not the only person that's dealing with this. And you could probably help somebody else. So that's so good. And I, you know, I just want to say this real quick. We've all gotten naked for the wrong person. We've all gotten naked for the wrong person. There is not a, not a, let me just say, not a woman. A woman, you know, I know some people have, you know, not had sex. I'm not talking about that. We've all gotten naked. We, you know, speaking to women, let me just say that. We've, we, all women, all of us women have gotten naked for the wrong man before. Hear me out. I'm not talking about sex. We show him our scars. We share him, with him our deepest fears. And he left us even more scarred and scared. Oh, but there is a man named Jesus. And Jesus will heal every one of our scars. And he will let us know that we have power in him. He will empower us. His Holy Spirit will empower us to use those scars to be a blessing, to go out and touch the world in a, in a way that no one else can because they don't have those scars that we have. They may have their own set of scars, but they don't have the scars that we have. They didn't cut in the places that we got cut. And so they, we can go out. That's our ministry to go out and help those people who have been cut where we've been cut. So my challenge to you is get naked before, before God, because he is the only one that can handle all your nakedness for one. Then all your scars, all your fears, all of your toxicity, all of, you know, all of the things that we have going on, all of many thoughts that we have going on in our head. God is the only one that can handle all of that. And if we could just get before him and show him the, you know, the nakedness and, and, and really just be intimate with him. Like Jacinta said, there is so much freedom. And I want that for each and every person listening to this. Uh, podcast and even the ones that will never listen to this podcast I want that for every woman because there's there's power and freedom there's power and freedom and a lot of us are held down like Jacinta said we're in bondage we're in bondage because we won't get naked so that is just that's just my challenge um I just had to say that right then um and you know I I wanted to ask Jacinta about the benefits of being naked before God um, and I think, you know, she's already, you know, talked about some of them, but, um, Jacinta, I don't know if you, you know, want to say something about like, just, you know, freedom is definitely power. Um, but any other benefits that you can think of about being naked before God and just being intimate with him? Well, one thing that came to my mind as you were speaking <clears throat> was about, I guess this ties into the next portion, but let me present this this visual to to the ones that are listening. Mm-hmm. Imagine you looking at yourself, you know, you're naked, literally, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you see your rolls and you see your stretch marks and you see all the parts of your body that you don't like. Well, that's kind of how it is when we come to God. We're coming to him with those parts of ourselves that we don't like, you know, those parts of ourselves that are not the prettiest or the most popular. And we're just coming completely exposed to God. And one thing I wanted to say is that when you start becoming very raw with God and you're honest with him, that it's going to intimidate some people because a lot of people are living a false life right now. A lot of them are living lives that other people want them to live. So when you're actually raw and you're, you're not ashamed of your past, you're not ashamed of the, the weed you used to smoke or the people you had sex with or all the food you used to eat. You know, it's not always drugs and sex. It's gluttony, lying. It's all kinds of other things. But when you get to that point in God where you're no longer ashamed of that and you can live a transparent life, people are intimidated. And they'll do everything they can to try to put you back in that place of bondage. They'll, they'll do everything they can to try to cover you back with those fig leaves that you decided to remove. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important that you are anchored in God to the point where those things no longer have the upper hand in your life. That people will try to do everything they can to throw their own insecurities on you and throw their own shame on you. But you just got to know who you are in Christ. You have to be real with that and walk with that assurance that God got you no matter what. And that you don't have to um, allow for these people to, to try to dominate the voice of God. But that's one of the benefits is the confidence and assurance 
of knowing who you are in Christ. Because like I said, when you are so raw before God and you're coming to him as you are, you know, if you are a silly, goofy person and you, you know, snort when you laugh, you know, laugh with the Lord, snort all you, you know, laugh like that. That's how God created you to be. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has their own laugh. But mm-hmm. it's like you, you, you gain confidence, not in yourself, but in God. Mm-hmm. You gain confidence of his ability to move in you and you live a life of freedom. You wake up in the morning and, and enjoy knowing that you get to spend the day with God because, you know, a lot of us, uh, after a long day at work or maybe a long day with our kids, we need a place to unwind. And some of us run to the social media. And honestly, that's not going to help you because you mm-hmm. may see something on there that is going to discourage you or make you upset. Mm-hmm. But the best place to unwind is in the presence of God to know that you can literally pour out your entire heart to God and he cares and he listens. And not only that, but he fills you with joy and peace and he moves on your behalf. There's nothing greater than that. And and like I said, Abba is my entire best friend. I can't go a day without him. And it's evident. It's evident. When you are raw with God, it is evident in your fruit. Your fruit is sweet. Your fruit is eatable for other people. It doesn't have any pesticides in it. It's not mm-hmm. rotten. It's not processed. It's raw. It's real. It's natural. And it's evident. And people can pick up on that. There's what the world needs more than anything today is they need Jesus, but they need people who are authentic walking with Jesus. They need that authenticity. They need the ones that are not afraid to say, yeah, I've been through that. We don't need no religious Pharisees that are acting holier than thou. We want people that have been through the valley of shadow and death, yet they fear no evil because it's with them. So we need to be raw for God before God so that we can help other people experience living God who loves and cares for you immensely. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Just said to, um, <clears throat> that's so good, you know, and you're right. Like people will try to cover you back up because they can't handle it. It's too, you're too raw for them, you know? Um, and Oh, Jesus, that's so good. When you are when you are free, baby, nobody can hold you back. It doesn't even matter what they say, what they how they look at you, you free. Like you can scream Jesus in the middle of a quiet room and you care nothing about everybody else in the room because you have that relationship with God. You're not, you know, concerned about what people think of, you know, think about you. You know what God says about you, so you good. And that all, again, points back to relationships. So definitely, 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 um, you just have confidence. You have confidence. Yeah. You know what you are called to do. Um, yeah. You know that, you know, God is pleased with you. God is uh, proud of you. And so, um, man, like you said, they can tell you about the, the things that you did in your past. And you're like, yep, I did that. And God delivered me from that. You know, I, I brought this example up before, but one of my cousins, she posted a video um, not too long ago uh, about uh, of me twerking on a wall. And I was like, at first I was shamed of the video, but then I was like, you know what? Look at God. Look <laughs> at God. I don't even twerk no more. I don't, I don't even have a opportunity. I don't even have a, a, a desire in my body to twerk. That's God. That's God. He has really changed me from the inside out. You know, there are certain things, and I'll gladly tell a girl, you know, I gladly tell a woman, you know, I I meet people all the time, and they just be like, man, you know, I go to the club and da 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 and I was like, oh, I used to be all up in that thing, girl. And they like, really? You? I'd be like, I I have to show them the pictures. I have to pull them out and show them the pictures, and they be like, wow, I would have never known. And then they like, you know, well, what you, you know, where, what church you go to, or, you know, what do you do? And I tell them about God and girl, and they like, oh my gosh, like, that is so dope. It shows them that God can change you if you let him. God can, you know, wash you pure as, as, you know, as snow. God can do that, but you have to let him. <clears throat> and like Jacinta said, you have to go before him and, and be naked and reveal to him those things. And, you know, if you go before God naked anyways, God going to do the work in you. You just got to allow him to do the work in you. But he going to do the work in you and stuff just going to fall off of you. People going to fall off of you. Stuff going to fall off of you. 
um, you know, weight going to fall off of you. Uh, all of those things that you were carrying that were not in his will for your life, they are going to fall off. And like Jacinta said, you begin to be light as a feather. You walking around, you can jump for joy because you're not heavy with the stuff. You're not, you're not holding all that stuff. You know, I think of life like a treasure box. And I feel like all of us have, and I don't even say a treasure box. I'm just going to call it a box, uh, you know. And a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of us got a lot of stuff in our box. We got a lot of stuff that we carry. And we need to really open that box and let God come through that box and, and do a sweep. We need to let him come through that box and do a sweep and get all that stuff out of there that's not of him. So that our box will be lighter. So that our bot will, box will be more useful and more effective. Praise God. Um, because that's the only way that we can be the people that God has called us to be. If we are in bondage to, you know, our secrets and our sins and things like that, and we have revealed them to God, how can we call somebody else into, how can we help somebody else get into a personal relationship with God? How can we really help them know God when we don't know, we don't know God ourselves? Because you don't know God when you ain't opened up to him. When you ain't naked to him, I, I, you know, and another thing I, you know, cause I'm very practical y'all listen, go, go and go into a prayer space and just really give God everything that's on your heart. You know, I had a friend who told me when she prayed, she cursed, she cursed, she didn't curse at God, but she cursed when she was talking because that's something that she dealt with. That's something that she did. It's no need of her hiding it from God. God sees everything that she's did. He heard every word she said. So she was cursing because she was raw before God. She was raw before God. And it's like, no, it's not being disrespectful because, again, she clarified that she wasn't cursing at God. She was cursing while she was talking because she's in relationship with God. And she knew that. At the right time, God was going to remove that cursing from her mouth. So it's like, I challenge you to just really get before God and just say, God, you know, I'm just, I'm really dealing with a lot. You know, don't, let's just not assume that God knows nothing, you know, knows anything, which we know he knows all, which, which should make us even more amped to tell him everything because we know he knows it. But just get in the habit of having that conversation. God, you know, I'm really, I'm really worried about this person right here. I know your word says I shouldn't worry, but I'm worried about this situation. Um, it just doesn't look like it's getting better, God. Um, and I, and I really would love to see your hand in it. God, is there anything that you want me to do in this life? Um, God, how, you know, how, how am I doing with my life? Like, is there any area that you don't like, God? Um, well, God, I know I lied today and I, and I, I and I repent for that. God, I ask that you help me to stop lying, God. I, I know I ate over more than what I you know what I needed to I was full God and I kept going I ate that other piece of cake God and I just asked that you really help me with that um I talked about that person God and I you know I know I shouldn't have talked about them and you know God I I, I don't want to gossip God I don't want to gossip I literally y'all that's the prayer that I prayed to God and I think I put it on one of my episodes before but that's the prayer that I prayed to God I said God even when I don't want to gossip, I end up finding myself gossiping, God. Like, I don't want to be gossiping. I don't want that in my life. It's so yucky. It's so it's so nasty, and it's not a part of you, God. And I cannot do what you have called me to do if I keep gossiping, God. Like, that's not going to – you You hate a gossiper. You You don't like a gossiper, God, and I, I, I don't like a gossiper. And so I don't want to be that because I'm your child, God. So help me when the next person comes to me and they're saying something about somebody. Let me just immediately go into prayer. God, let that be my first response. Don't let my itching ears be ready to hear what they have to say about this person. God. Like we got to be real with God. Like just since I said, we won't get to experience God and we won't get to see his hand in our life. Just think about it. If you give God that most secret thing that you are dealing with right now, if you give it to God and he like really like rids you of that thing just i mean immediately you take it to him and he 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 uh he rids you of this thing right just think how much more powerful how much more um amp you would be to go out there and tell people how you've been freed from that but you got to give it to him first you got to give it to him the bible says god already knows what you need but he says come to him and pray about it why he wants relationship. 
He wants communication. You are not going to be in love with somebody and don't call them. If if a, if a, if I'm talking to a guy and he says he loves me and he don't call me, no, you don't. You don't love me. We don't talk. You don't never call me. I want to hear your voice. I want to see you sometime. I think we should go on a date sometime. But if you love me, I wouldn't even have to say that to you. You would just do it. So we just really got to, you know, cultivate that relationship with God. Um, I've been talking a lot. Jacinta, you got anything that you, you know, want to, anything else that you want to say about, you know, just, you know, being naked and anything that, you know, the spirit is putting on your heart right now? Yeah. um, One of the things that um, I wanted to say was about, uh, you had mentioned something earlier about our prayers to God, about the, uh, your friend who was cursing Mm -hmm. and, um, I just wanted to talk about, you know, um, I know a lot of people that are new in the faith, they always ask, well, how do I pray to God? How do I know what to say? And, you know, people will always give them, you know, what words they should say and these specific prayers they should pray. But I would just encourage you, as Valora has been saying, that we just just come, go before the Lord, say, hey, you know, I'm new here. I don't really know what to say to you, but I do want to you know, I desire to develop that relationship with you. I don't know where to start. Like, just keep it 100 with God, you know, mm-hmm. just there's, it's not about performance with God. It's not about us portraying something before the Lord. It's about us simply desiring him and about getting to know him. It's about us wanting to be, be familiar with his heart more than his hand, because a lot of us are always looking for God's hand and everything, but he wants us to know his heart. Because if we know the character of God, then we don't have to worry about whether or not we're going to see his hand because God is faithful. God is not a liar. So mm-hmm. we're so consumed with wanting to know him that regardless if he blesses it or not, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. he is our heart's desire. He is the one that we are seeking. We're no longer looking for a blessing all the time from our time with God. It's just a matter of us spending time with him mm-hmm. and, and, and checking in with him and, and him becoming our source because this earth is going to pass away. This earth is, is, is temporary, but when we put our faith in God, it's eternal. And our main focus should be God. It should be serving him, being obedient. One of the things that God has been weighing in my heart today is the importance of obedience, even with the smallest things. Even if he tells you to stop eating that particular food, that is just obey immediately because mm-hmm. God has a plan. And I know mm-hmm. this has nothing to do, but I just want to say like obedience is so important this year as you go, you know, just be obedient to God in the little instructions. Even if you don't understand it, even if it's uncomfortable, be obedient before him, because I believe that our obedience is attached to our breakthrough for this year of 22. And so, you know, part of obedience is praying to God daily and and, and giving him your all, no matter what. I know us don't like to wake up early in the morning and, and, and pray, but that obedience, that sacrifice you're making is going to bring forth so many blessings, not just material, that, that discipline, that commitment to God, like he is, he is ready and able to, you know, be by our sides and provide everything that we need. But in order to do that, we have to be willing to get naked. We have to be willing to remove our shoes, remove our, our, some of us got our wigs on, you know, we got to take everything, <laughs> all those things off. Take the lace front off, sis. Yeah, lace front, your nails, whatever, take that off and I'm completely naked before God. He loves you, your rolls, your stretch marks, your, your, your bruises. He loves everything about you. And, and, and the verse of the day is so perfect time. It says that he formed our inward parts, that he made mm-hmm. us so fearfully and wonderful like God thinks so highly of us proud of us and it's like me someone who did this and that and you still love me you still are proud of me even though I literally just told on that person for no love me yes God loves you and he loves you when for him when he can you're completely exposed to allow him to work we are the clay and he is the potter and if you it's usually um that color that dull color it's not until the potter begins and the potter Mm -hmm. begins to shape that clay and he begins to you know maybe cut a little shape in that clay that that clay begins to come to life and it begins to color 
take form, take shape, and it becomes a beautiful outcome. And that's how God wants to work with us. But we have to be willing to be naked, to, to come to him with no shapes, no no nothing, just completely that, that clay that needs to be molded. We just got to be willing to allow God to mold us in our nakedness. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Man, that is good. And look at this verse that they came in right on time. I don't know how to do that. Real. And Jacinta, you know, as you was talking about the nakedness and all that, you know, God just gave me this, you know, every night, you know, I take a shower every night, believe it or not, people. Um, <laughs> um, amen. I do amen, too. <laughs> amen. You know what I'm saying? And so um, every night, you know, when I get in the shower, of course, I'm taking everything off, right? And um, everything that can come off has to come off, okay? Um, and so I get in there and I just let the, of course, hot water run all over my body. And I just breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth. And I do that a couple of times just to decompress from the entire day, right? And then I begin to talk to God in that most vulnerable state right there. I'm naked. I'm naked. I ain't let nobody else in that bathroom with me while I'm taking a shower. Okay. I ain't married anymore. So ain't nobody coming in the bathroom with me while I'm naked. Okay. And so I'm in there just me and the Lord. And I just begin to pour out. And sometimes that end up turning into a crying session. That ends up turning into a praise session where I've had to get out of the tub because if I didn't get out of the tub, the, the soap that was running at the bottom of the tub, I would have bust, I would have bust everything up. Um, I would have fell and and broke my back, legs, arm, everything, <laughs> all of it. Because I got so excited about my conversation with the Lord and my conversation with him. Like Jacinta said, you end up laughing, you end up crying, you end up jumping for joy. Because I'm like, man, I'm so grateful that I get to talk to you like this. I thank you for your son, Jesus, that I can come to you however. And in the morning time, I can come to you before I brush my teeth. It's four or five o'clock in the morning. Ain't nobody up. It's dark and it's quiet in my house and I can talk to you. And I ain't got to go brush my teeth and do it. You ain't going to be like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. I love relationship with God. And then when I get in my bed after I take my shower at night and I lay in the bed, I say, I just thank you. I just thank you, God. I just love you. Listen, you got me through this whole day today. I, You know, all the things that came to harm me that the enemy sent to trap me, they didn't trap me because of you. God, I just say thank you. I'm laying in this bed right now, this comfortable bed, because of you, Lord. My bills are paid because of you. I ate dinner tonight because of you. Thank you, Lord. Like, and so it's just, it gets to a point. You know what? My foster son, I'm going to call him KB. I told y'all I'm going to call him KB. KB say this all the time. He's like, she's always talking to herself. He thinks that I'm talking to myself. He and I tell him I'm talking to God, but you, of course, you know, he got to learn that whole aspect of God being a spirit as, although I've taught it, you know, but we, you know, it's just a repetition. It's a, it's a new thing for him. Right. And so like the, today I ran off to the store to get something for one of my church sisters. Um, we left church and we went to go get something for one of my church sisters and um, another little girl rolled with us. One of my church sisters daughters, she, she rolled with us. And, um, I started just, God, I thank you so much for this day. God, I just thank you for your grace and your mercy. God, I thank you for just loving on us and, and providing for us Lord God. And I, I just start thanking God. Right. And then KB goes, she always does that. She talks to herself all the time. <laughs> and it's like, he knows, he already knows the routine, you know, and I, you know, and, and it should be like that, y'all. Like, literally, I go on walks with God. I go on walks with God because I'm, I'm, I'm talking to him. And I'm telling you, I can walk for hours with God. I can walk for hours because he's everything to me. He gives me joy. He gives me peace. He teaches me how to love like he loves. He loves me. He holds me in his arms. Like, literally, sometimes I just curl up in the bed and just ask God to hold me. Like, God will do that for you. He will do that. He will have you so in love with him that you'll be like, man, I can't, I, this, this got me stuck right here. This right here got me stuck. I don't want to go nowhere. Um, so it's just, it's just so beautiful to be naked, to be just in love with God. And just to, like Jacinta said, you know him, you know him when you, when you, when you can undress, 
You know him because you know he ain't tripping on the rose. You know he ain't tripping on the smell, even if you got a smell and you need to take a shower. He, he ain't even tripping on that. That's just how good he is. He loves you. He made you, like Jacinta said, the scripture of the day. Um, he formed your most inner, inward parts. He made you. He crafted you. Who don't like their own project? Who don't like their own creation? Who look at their kids and be like, oh, I can't stand you. I mean, sometimes you can't stand them, but you can't <laughs> stand the thing that's in them that's just like you. That's the thing you can't stand. You know, a lot of times when parents tell them that, you know, my mama tell me that all the time. She's like, you, you get on my nerves. And I'm like, mama, because I talk, right? You talk. You talk a lot. That's why I don't get nervous because you can't talk when I'm talking and we can, you know, and I said, then sometimes you get on my nerves because I, I'm talking or you're talking and I can't talk. You know, I said, so that's just something that we, you know, we struggle with, but I love you though, you know? <laughs> so, and I know she loves me because I'm her creation, you know, I'm her baby, you know, and we, that's what it is with God. We're his baby. And just, you know, our, our physical parents, earthly parents love us, but they can't love us like God loves us. Let me just get, get that clear. Grandma can't love you like God love you. Mama can't love you like my, uh, God love you. Daddy can't love you like God love you. Granddaddy can't love you like God love you. Your husband cannot love you like God loves you. God challenges him to, God charges him to, to love his wife like Christ, but he can't do it perfectly because he's not God. Right. So this is, this was good. Um, I, I, I love you so much, Jacinta. I love um, <laughs> just, you know, all the great things that God is doing before you. I love the intimacy that you have with God. I'm very much inspired by it. I pray and hope um, that the the other listeners are. And just in case, you know, Jacinta has an um, amazing TikTok channel where she does, you know, her intimate prayers. And, um, you know, she, she leads and guides you into intimate prayers. Um, and, you know, just give encouraging words. So, um, Jacinta, can you let the, the, the listeners know where they can um, follow you on, you know, your TikTok or wherever else you would like them to? follow you on Jacinta okay well I think that um Hey girl, I know you are enjoying today's episode, but let me buddy in for just a minute and put you on game about this amazing opportunity to join the Golly Girl Inc. community. Golly Girl Inc. is a virtual platform created with every single woman in mind, whether you're Korean, Asian, African, Black, Chinese, White, rich, poor, or middle class, this is the community for you. Listen, we gather together to discuss our real situations and we apply biblical scripture to every aspect of our lives. This sisterhood is like none other. It is completely judgment-free. It is so fun. And we always leave the spaces uh, assessing our hearts and our true motives and repenting to God for our wrongs um, and just walking in that freedom, right? And there are several opportunities where you can connect with us throughout the week. We do a deep discussion Bible study on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. We have early morning prayer call on Wednesdays at 6.30 a.m. We have Golly Girl Talk Thursdays at 7 p.m. on Thursday um, and game night and live Facebook chats on Fridays at 7 p.m. So head on over to the GollyGirlInc.org website and sign up to be a part. Back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Godly Girl Talk. I pray that something was said that spoke directly to your heart and situation. Please refer to the show notes for all the gems shared throughout today's episode. Also, be sure to check out our website at www.godlygirlinc.org. That's www.godlygirl. INC.org, where you can explore all things Golly Girl. And lastly, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate this podcast. I'll see you next week, Golly Girl. Be blessed. Mwah.